1: Cosmos. Today we're having our wonderful quarterly scheduled summer edition for Astro Jam. And we'll be bringing two charts to life. And it also, as of this moment, I think, is the illustrious awaited conjunction between Uranus, the sudden awakener of life, it, at 18 degrees Taurus, with our Dharma, destiny-driven North Node in Taurus of values and self-reliance, art, beauty, all the marvelous things that we need to ground into, yes? And when they're conjunct, astrological wonders occur. Now, that's a little bit of a poetic phrase, but truly speaking, it is known that big advances happen. So we'll wait and see. Yeah, we may not wait long. It might be happening right now. And tomorrow, next day, Mars, that's just toggling, right? I'm not toggling. It's like waiting in the wings, is at 17 degrees. So it's all synergetic. It's a rocket takeoff time. Next week, with Planet Buzz, we're going to really focus on that event because it's lasting for a while. So... With no more to say as we venture into these mystery charts to discover what could they be as the energies, we'll have a little time to go bring back the curtain. Guess what? This is it. And then my great panel will come up and we'll talk about that. And I do want to say that we have a panel now of six of us and Today, Israel Ahosi, who is the president of the Astrological Speaks to Astrological Lodge of London, had a family matter he's detain- unable to come in But we'll, for today. But we will be back October 30th, just before Halloween. Somehow we're really c- connecting with these firecracker events. Okay, we are now ready for Astro Jam
0: astro jam is where planets come to life and speak hear cosmic energies talk as they do in our minds and hearts always fun exciting and revealing like a music jam full of surprise this is your cast of astro jam
1: i'm sue rose Minahan. The founder of Talk Cosmos, an electric evolutionary astrologer, consultant, certified color energy life coach, vice president of the Washington State Astrological Association, member of Kepler Astrology Toastmaster Club, of a Dwarf Planet University diploma and AA with music degree. I love mythology, philosophizing, collaboration. I'm an artist, writer, a perpetual student of life.
2: I'm Justin crockett an archetypal astrologer, teacher, and author. I combine both Western ancient astrology and modern psychological astrology with Eastern Vedic astrology and specialize in predictive electional and karmic astrology for individuals and couples. I'm a certified aromatherapist, essential oil specialist, and herbalist. I also do in-depth research into arcane astrological concepts, focusing on the mystical occult side of astrology.
3: I'm Rae Sapp, publisher and director of The Mountain Astrologer magazine. I am a second generation astrologer but prefer the term astromancer as I am a witch holding space for sacred language play. You can find me between the covers of The Mountain Astrologer magazine or as the breathing corporal time machine at
4: thewitchwaycafe.com. My name is Sean Kelly. My first look at astrology was my natal chart, handed to me in philosophy class at San Diego State. I innately understood the archetypes associated with the symbolism. My mind was blown. Since my life path has included driving business development and marketing for tarot.com, working with astrologers like Rick Levine, Jeff Jower, Kelly Fox, Jan Spiller, Henry Seltzer, Michael Luton, and more. I've done thousands of charts. However, I consider myself a perpetual student of astrology.
5: And I am Marie O'Neill. The founder of Padma Life Coaching. I'm a life coach, astrologer, speaker, past life regression facilitator, astrology conference lecturer, a distinguished Toastmaster of Toastmasters International, board of directors member with TEDx and the County, astrology mentor for Forrest Center for Evolutionary Astrology, and author of And the Lotus Opened. I also facilitate a healing retreat twice a year.
1: Helen Keller, blind and deaf author, activist, lecturer, said, Alone we can do so little. Together we can do so much. Thank you. What a great treat. Oh, Each one of you are just absolutely marvelous, like a blossoming flower or something. And I'm just going to kick it off with asking each anybody if you have an event. Justin, I know you have an event coming up, and if you want to just bring it up, Perhaps, I, I, I know this is out of left field, little surprise here, but I am trying to do that every time, just a short little thing where people can either go to your web page or to a Facebook page or just the event. And it doesn't have to be astrology. I think yours might be in Salem.
2: Yeah, I'm doing a workshop on the astrology of the Tarot for the Salem, and this is out of Salem, Massachusetts, the Salem Witchcraft and Folklore Festival, which will be online.
1: And what are the dates?
2: Oh, it's actually next <laughs> next Sunday.
1: Okay, so people could, if they yeah. choose, just choose that one event because I did check yeah. it out. Yeah. And Marie, Ray, and Sean, do you have something? I know Ray, you have the mountain astrologer, and or, and then you have a private business. But is there some kind of deadline or some kind of interest? Uh, we just released our Libra
3: Equinox issue. It went live um, on Friday. Um, it's a really fun one. It's actually kind of a Hearts of Darkness special. And uh, Frank Clifford has a feature on um, the astrology of serial killers. So for those oh, who are no. interested in spooky <laughs> season early, I highly recommend that you go get a copy. Um, you'll also find my Pluto Part 2 article in this issue uh, in which I talk about uh, the beastly aspect of of Pluto and our own inner daemon.
1: Mm, that's where we're at. And Marie, I know you have an upcoming retreat. I do,
5: I do. I have a virtual healing retreat, which is occurring on August 23rd and 24th, which is a Tuesday and a Wednesday coming up. It is going to be, I believe, a wonderful, wonderful event. This time, the focus is on working with fear all of us have fears. There is no way around not having them. The question is, how do you work with them? There are going to be other astrologers and non-astrologers actually giving talks on working with fear. So if you're interested in learning more about that, It's being done through Eventbrite, well, actually through my company, Padma Life Coaching, but you can find information on Eventbrite.com, and it is Virtual Healing Retreat at Eventbrite.com.
1: Okay, and if anybody is interested in any of these, uh, all of our websites are on Cosmos, or just write info at talkcosmos.com, and I'll get it to the right person. And, Sean, now, you are wonderful. You are, like, this master of, of, of astrology without a... Do you have any... <laughs> like, I know you have a private business. Is there some special or just well, something or not?
4: Yeah. Uh, well, currently, I am focused on farming and applying biodynamics and astrology much like maria toon did to my farming practices so that's uh, really exciting we just kicked off that project to uh to put all that into an app and to kind of spread it out there to help people uh learn about biodynamics and and uh d- conduct their own astrological experiments against what they're putting in the ground
1: well that's very exciting and just yeah recapping not to take too much time away from i'm wondering how would people well you you maybe at on in october you can tell people how to get connected <laughs> with all of that yes
4: absolutely absolutely okay
1: well then i guess with this oh and to ask our great audience do subscribe you can go to talk cosmos and just subscribe for our newsletters which i'm always updating and for the youtube if that's something Instead of the podcast, because then it's right in your box and you can find out about us immediately. All right. Well, thank you. I think we're ready for our first surprise. Oh, and that's everybody there. If you're looking, thank you very much, Nathan. It's good to have a team here. And so those are, you can always reflect on the website that we have. Okay. So the next, now, oh, with, I'll explain a little to everybody if you haven't been here before. Each of us are going to immediately identify ourselves as what planet we're speaking from. Just the planet, the name, and the sign. And then we'll talk as though we are the planet. It will be just a spontaneous grab of what the energies speak of. And afterwards, we'll kind of put it all together like, gee, what what made sense and et cetera. Okay. Can you see this, everybody? Yes. Okay. So, and with this, it's a noon chart. So I did that because of the moon situation. We know that it could move, so it could be possibly a little ahead if it was, but probably, but the sun, I made it a sun chart, so I... Forgive me, please, because it so we can still see the energies, the houses, of course, wouldn't make any difference. So, I guess I'll start off. I am the sun in Cancer, and I am constantly reframing all my thoughts. I'm going to come up with some resolutions on this idea of what is the you know what the feeling and and what the the, the releasing and and making something. I'm not in. I'm going to
5: work this out. I am the moon in Taurus, and I am a bringer of peace, a bringer of comfort, a bringer of calming down to the community, wherever that community is. I am a lover of comfort, a lover of relaxing and being in nature, being grounded in earth.
3: I am Venus and Leo in the second house. I know how to shine and sparkle and dazzle. I know just what my worth is and how to facilitate the container I need to shine brighter and encourage others to shine around me too.
2: I am Pluto, the, the teacher of non-attachment, uh, the planet of death and rebirth. And I'm in the sign of cancer. And so in this me being so close to the sun, I am really helping the person understand the impermanence of love, of family. And I'm working with the nodes in this chart to help the person let go and and understand which, which elements of family and love and mother um, are conducive to uh, their growth. But I am teaching non-attachments, the impermanence of family, the impermanence of love. And because I am so close to sun and the ascendant here, it's almost I'm learning to transform my concept of love. I am
4: Chiron. Chiron. <laughs> and I have... I. I hold on too tightly to the wrong things. I, I really need Pluto's help uh, to transcend. Um, I, the pains of humanity um, hurt me, and and gosh, I, it's it's just so much easier just to let it all go all the time. What do I gotta
2: hold on to? Things?
1: Well, I am revolutionary. I just well, I'm Uranus in Taurus, and I'm. Feeling that my I, it, nothing really needs to be the same because we need to open up some new comprehension of just. I wish I could just let. I wish I could get the action. I, I know what the actions are. I I see the actions that are wanting to talk with me and I'm going to try to get that out. There's got to be a way, maybe through the uh, the drawing of it, maybe through some pictures or something like that about the world, life.
5: I mean, it's, I'm in Taurus. I am the North Node in Taurus mm-hmm. and I am here helping the individual to calm down because the individual has had such stress such strife gone through so much regeneration and death in a prior life now it is time for this individual to give up the drama to give up the stress to relax to be grounded to get back to nature, back to the love of animals and birds and, and just be with the present moment.
1: You know, I'm Jupiter in Sagittarius and I'm going to I just have to speak my piece, and it needs to be really basic with the very elements of life. Because I'm, uh, I, I know that life is beginning to. It, I see Eris there, and we're trying to understand. I'm trying to understand what Eris really in. Um, I see that she's in sitting in the realm of virgo and and it and i'm okay if i can discern what the priority of of it i'll just speak it because the world has got visions and i'm going to tell the visions
2: i am can i also add on to jupiter as well yes sir (laughs) (laughs) All right. I am Jupiter in Sagittarius. I am I the way I I show the person how to seek to grow and expand. And I'm in the I'm in the sign of Sagittarius, the sign of religiosity, belief systems. I'm the guru, the teacher. And so how I seek to grow and expand is through exploration of different belief systems of religion. And I need to explore those in order to grow as an individual. And, um, yeah, that's it.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I am Saturn in Libra, and I am very strong.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: I am a healer. I am a healer through helping others or helping this individual structure their life in such a way that they can walk the middle path, the path between two opposites. I am here to help them formulate their communication style. I'm here to help them be grounded in words, in communication.
1: You know, I'm Venus, and I'm just wondering what Mars really wants. I mean, what actions shall I take? I'm in Leo, and I am embodying, there's so many decisions here, which really aren't decisions, but it's like, I gotta get, you know, the where, which direction to go. I gotta release, some there's some pattern here between releasing my exchanges of 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 how I'm what isn't working anymore with with this newfound some way of, of of balance of the life and then just this action that is kind of not just me but everybody and and like how are we gonna I sure wish I'd it's, it's, it's a, it's a process
4: here. I'm Mercury and I am all about like running away from it all. I am all about leaving it all, just going off to fantasy land. I've got support of this, this trying with Neptune. That's just letting me let, let it all go and just go into my own fantasy about it and, how i can manifest that fantasy with that with that you know supporting that that south and north node there a little bit well i'm neptune
1: in pisces and i love imagination i see visions without any restraints and i am so glad that i know it's a little difficult to take that that tribal thinking that sometimes people I get, you know, comes at me, but darn it. I just want to envision the wholeness, the whole simplicity, everything that's so magical.
2: I'm going to add on here. I'm, I'm also mercury and cancer. And I, being conjunct the sun and Pluto here on the Ascendant, I'm I'm an emotional communicator. I'm learning about balanced, healthy emotions in my life. And I'm supported by this by working with Neptune and Pisces. And I have an easy flow of emotions with others in the collective. However, I'm also learning about, because I'm squared Ceres in Libra, I am gonna have to learn how to work through emotional issues in relationship and how I express my emotions healthy in relationships.
5: Well, I am heiress in Virgo and I live of course in the house of communication. I am the heretic because I live in Mercury's domain. I am strong. I am here to bring discord with the intention of helping the individual structure their, their communication, helping them to learn how to come up with systems that work for them helping them to come back to the great mother, because as we know, Virgo is the sign of the goddess, the sign of the mother goddess. As Eris, I am untouchable because I am out past, way past the orbit, if even Pluto, to get to me, to understand me, you must do your psychological work through pluto though
1: okay we are go unfortunately we lost ray who's going to try to get back on she had little technical problems because as we know uranus is hot and i don't know if it's hot but it's out there spinning in the wrong direction or it is in its direction so i'm going to reveal what this Sue, is Sue,
2: yes before you reveal i i can we guess cuz i got, i got an idea here Okay, go ahead. Well, I know that this person is having a nodal return, and with Pluto and Cancer, and Neptune Pisces, they're they're between eighty and ninety years old. That's what I would say. Well, Eris in
5: Virgo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Eris is in Virgo. Yeah, yeah,
1: and (laughs) I I added Virgo that to give a clue because otherwise it is tricky if we don't get those
5: outer outer planets. Yeah. to me it's got to be close to when the country was well not when the country was founded but um it's well let's find out okay guys, the person was still alive the
2: if, they, if they were still alive they would they would have this happening yeah go ahead
1: well okay and thank you i really appreciate the guessing because that is part of it and of course we're one- <laughs> And, and all of you don't know because sometimes I have people. Sometimes I have events. Sometimes I have things. Like, you know, I've had a state before. We've done, I forget um, whether it was Texas or California at times. I mean, in the back. And then we've had uh, the Constitution. Actually, I shouldn't tell people because if you're going to listen to them, it's like, what out of this? Like a mystery show. Okay. Well, this particular one happens to be because remember – I'm going to show you the next slide, and this will show you what's happening. I don't want to go too far. It the ne- later that month is going to be exact conjunction with what we're experiencing now—the mm. uh, conjunction between Uranus and the North Node at 18 degrees. Next week, we're going to talk about this quite a bit. But Mm. this is when Isaac Newton published his Principia, a mathematical principles of natural philosophy. Mm. And it said when the conjunction in Uranus and North Node is this enormous uh, awakening of an astrological concept. Well, it had been prefaced by Kepler, who had empirically thought about the planets and orbits but when newton came up with his and i stayed up all night trying to figure out this so i could say it pretty clearly because i'm not really a scientist i get excited but people do want to know a little bit about the truth right so of, of what the event is the point is is that with his laws of gravity there's three of them it really opens up the planetary motion that we have and it shows the astronomical observations of gravitation its relative masses for giant planets and for the earth and sun the slow motion of the sun relative to the solar system shows the theory of gravity for the motion of the moon and the shape of the earth and the tides the precession of equinoxes i mean it's huge and so it it was quite a wake-up call of course he thought that it was fixed, and Einstein came along and said, now nah, nah, nah. it's all relative, and of course we're still jumping, right? We have the galactic center that we know it's happening, and things are changing. This happened to be July 5th. Now, this chart is July 7th, but Newton published his Mathematical Principles of Natural Philosophies, or Principia, because it was in Latin originally, and so his published was July 5th. But the year is 1687. So he was at the very tail end of the of the plague. He and it's so okay. So let's talk about him a little bit because you did catch on a lot. You know, he did have a lot of emotional situation. Justin, you're right on, because he, when he wrote this, there was hook, h-o-o-k-e, and there was a real discrepancy of energies between them in fact prior to that a couple of yeah so I won't go into too many details with that but when we think about it and and let me go back now if I can go back oh gosh no that's the wrong chart Nathan oh no 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 don't look don't look oh my gosh I get so mixed up on this stuff oh darn <laughs> I I was a little worried. Okay, here we are. <laughs> Don't look everybody. Yeah. Um, Don't look.
2: Yeah, <laughs> here it is. Oh
1: God.
2: <laughs> I didn't see it. Don't worry. No. No,
1: yeah, no. Okay. Well, at any rate. Um Yeah. So it is a lot of transformation. It is with Neptune. Now we have a few minutes. That's why I, so if anybody kind of remembers what we're talking about and how this relates to the whole opening of the gravity and the and the way the world works, because it is interesting, right? There's balance, but is there and how it goes, and in a way, that's what the what gravity does. It's mm-hmm.
5: well, it's fascinating that this is a T square. There's no way out, really, um, except to cross. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a T-square. Hello. Uh, yeah, cro- the cross. Grand, grand, grand like
4: cross. Grand cross. But, I'm like T-square, grand fixed. cross. It's yeah. being fixed. It's impossible.
1: huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is good. And also that total regeneration part that life is. I think, Justin, you kept co- coming on that. and I thought how fascinating because, you know, it's the, the body of this work really does. The world renews itself all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and then really
3: intimate details of that with, you know, the Venus, Mars, moon, you know, we have the very collective aspect of Uranus on the North node, but bringing in those inner planets, it really does.
1: It like touches the heart.
2: Ah, mm-hmm. that's right. Now. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I find it fascinating, he, you know, he, here we, he's really, he's really wrote a book about a certain philosophical, way in the world a belief system and that really aligns with the jupiter and sagittarius there um you know he he really was the archetype mm. of that
1: yes and and as it was so beautifully said about with Eris that this well anyway yes indeed it was he yeah did he didn't have a voice Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and 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 there would be problems with the relationships because that Jupiter is squared Eris, and of mm-hmm. course then the the Mercury is is squared the um, the Sirius and Libra. So there's always there's definitely issues with relationships with belief systems here. What he was putting out.
5: Yeah, and he yeah. would definitely be the heretic.
2: Yeah, but he
1: was. But wonderful, uh, Sir Isaac Newton was revered during his lifetime and he had his friends his big problem was with this hook person that you know with scientific discovery just like edison and tesla were at was it tesla you know anyway i think we have a little message coming from our sound radar <laughs> we gotta take a break and we'll be back this is astro jam i'm with justin crockett elsie marie o'neill sean kelly and ray Sapp. came back yay Okay, we'll be back in just a moment for our second mystery chart. I hope it's still a mystery. (laughs) While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yang period of Leo, ruled by the solar sun. Having departed from a cycle based on the internal process of emotional attachments requiring security and safety, the energy of Leo externally manifests our legacy through children and artistic creations. As a fixed Yang fire sign that desires to ignite actualization, Leo the lion takes the risk to generously exhibit love and welcome all to share their stage with joyous pleasure for living life.
5: Most people go through the motions of living but are actually only existing. At some point, when the feeling of exhaustion or emptiness is loud enough, questions begin to arise. How do I begin to find my way back to myself? Who am I? How do I heal? These questions are crossroad points in a person's life. Come reset, relax, and rejuvenate to your best self on August 23rd and 24th. Start your journey of healing at this two-day virtual event focused on working with fear. Immerse yourself in meditation, color therapy, astrology, and much more. Presented by Padma Life Coaching with Marie O'Neill. You will receive items to support your energetic journey. Our practitioners are waiting to work with you. To learn more and to register, go to virtualhealingretreat.eventbrite.com. Don't wait. Register now. This is Martha Narwock. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Jude Potten at the Whispering Dragon Center in Seattle, we cover the world of animals. This week, August 7th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll check in with our regulars, Meow Cat Rescue, Help Animals India, and Seattle Dogs Homeless program. Plus, we'll chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga and find out what's coming up. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150.
0: Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers so grab your coffee tea or kombucha and enjoy the show
5: giving local voices a chance to shine alternative talk 1150
0: we are back
1: and in full color with all five of us so we're happy <laughs> this is july 31st and we are experiencing the ultimate connection between Uranus and the north node with mars and it's lots of fun we're having a good time and i just couldn't help but reflect on these notes from last time mm-hmm. and it's so astounding because the whole idea of death and rebirth impermanence that's the world isn't it i mean that's where the the gravitational does hold it to keep calm that had been mentioned but it is a matter of that transformational process and transcending oh my gosh yes so thank you so we just did isaac newton's publication july 5th 7th well well it's 27th well it's 27th thank you marie was when the conjunction happened immediately yes Ma'am, that's right. But on the 5th was when he published it, just prior to that. So things could be per- percolating in the past. It's happening. It's like we're all in the vibe situation. All righty. Well, let's go to our next. Nathan, if you could help navigate this. I seem to be thumbs. Thank you. Mystery chart number two. It's a noon chart, meaning the house is irrelevant, but we're focusing on the sun. It happens to be at the MC, and if it, even if it was a sun one. So, who wants to start off? I usually do. A taker?
4: Ray? I always use kinetic energy here.
1: <laughs> I will talk. I am all, go ahead, yes.
3: I am the Virgo ascendant. I am coming from a 12th house of Leo, knowing that I need to take my shine and add some focus. I need to take all this tight conjunct opposing energy in this chart, and I need to thread it together and weave it into a logical sequence so that we can all gain greater understanding and move forward with ease.
4: I am Pluto. And I am going to communicate things that are going to change the big picture.
1: And I am Saturn in Sagittarius with a whole host of buddies in my little gang here. And we are going to structure something that we're going to be saying this is the name of the game. That's what we're going to do. we <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> I well, am... Uh, go ahead, Marie. Go ahead, <laughs> Marie. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Ladies first. What I am first?
5: Mars in cancer. And I am a warrior. What am I a warrior for? I'm a warrior for the mother. I'm a warrior who will fight to the death for the mother's wishes in the 11th house with the other.
2: (laughs) I am. I am Jupiter in Gemini. I'm the master communicator. I'm here with a with a stellum of planets in Gemini, the sign of communications, and we're opposing belief systems with a stellum of planets in Sag. So I am the flag bearer. I am the Joan of Arc type of personality that I am. I love to communicate. I have no problems expressing myself. And the way I seek to grow and expand with Jupiter, uh, conjunct the the midheaven and in in gemini is through communications to the collective
1: and i'm neptune in leo and you know what i have this energy action energy next to me and i'm using it all because i'm going to use all that little personal energy that gets Involved with let's wait and see, into like let's just rise and shine because together we can really move into some kind of great vista where something's gonna shine. shine.
5: Well, I am Venus in Gemini and I like variety. (laughs) (laughs) I like. I am all about right human relationships. I like, to, I like to talk, I like to learn, I like to experience, have a lot of life experiences so that I can have lots of information to formulate my, my desires. I am, however, ultimately about learning how to have right relationships with other humans, no matter what their socioeconomic status, where they live, their race, their, their color. That is what I am about.
3: I am the North node in Scorpio in the third house. And I want to reveal all the secrets. I don't want any taboo topic left unturned. And especially when we look at that concentration of Gemini energy, I want to take all that curiosity and all that probing, and I want to take it to the very depths and make sure that I scare everyone a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm Chiron in Sagittarius, and I'm in the third house, and. Sagittarius being belief systems and philosophy and religiosity, my wound is in belief systems. So in my need to communicate to others, which is powerful and I'm smart and articulate and need to express myself, I will have some disagreements with others based on belief systems. And I may have came from either a background that was very structured and static and non-moving in belief systems, but because of my stellum there, I will break out and I will form what I feel is right, but I will have to work with, because my Chiron, my wound in belief systems is squared Uranus. I will have to uh, watch how I I express my beliefs, and I am definitely there as a change agent with belief systems in the collective, but I've got to watch how the wound of belief systems can hurt others.
1: I am Uranus in Pisces, and I am by myself because all the other people have got their little way but i go differently and i know that things are sudden and i know that there's just no controlling things and i want to understand and get that harnessed and it's like i'm very curious always curious and i'm always well curiosity is just part of the name process because where i'm navigating between is all the beliefs and the communicating and trying to open up bigger vistas Vista seems to be hardly even, it seems to be a small word, because my take on things is totally the irrational, and it's the sudden, and I'm going to just explode it. Are we ready to reveal it?
2: I know. There's other planets.
1: Well, terrible. we don't have to talk about them if you feel I'm like. I already got somebody else it. to go. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I am, I'll go with, I'll go next Um I am um, Saturn in Sagittarius. And so the way I seek to establish myself is in a belief system. I have to have a belief system. Um, but I, I would have to be careful of how. Um, <laughs> How, uh, how those belief systems uh, affect others and that it's not browbeating as far as the, what I need to express in the world. Anybody
1: else? Yeah. Because otherwise we're, gonna, we're on the air. We're going to just keep punching. Punchin', otherwise, <laughs> just jump. Jump or else we're going to cut it and talk about it.
2: Yeah. Let's just talk about it. Okay. Well, can I say I'll say one more thing one
1: more? Yeah, punch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
2: you know, that moon and Mercury conjunction. I, I'm a talker. This person, I, I'm, I'm a person I need to be seen by others talk about, you know, be on the be be out in front of others and communicating and I'm articulate, and I get things quick. And, and really, really aligned with what Marie, what Marie was saying about my Venus.
1: And in that case, I'm the moon, too. I'm the moon, and I don't know if I'm the moon, Mercury, or Venus, because we're so close together. We're so united. We're all in the first degree of Gemini, so we're duality at any rate. And I don't know if I'm the old moon that was first Mercury, I mean, as far as thinking, or if I'm Mercury itself. and and. But the fact is what I really want to talk about all the time and do talk about all the time is not just my beliefs, of course, because I'm opposing all these ideas and it's not just opposing them. They're like awareness. I'm aware of all these belief systems and I just love flooding the ideas to grow and grow with these bigger belief systems. But my, my ally is really that sense of the universe because I'm looking at Mars standing over there right next to Neptune. Yeah, they're in different signs, but you know what? They Neptune is so big that it's going, yeah, we're in the territory together. And I'm trying to figure that one out. It's like somehow I'm figuring it all out because there is that 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 sudden business going on too that oh, it's very exciting. But as the moon it is. It's quite new. It's everything is new. Everything is a discovery. It's so exciting. Shall we find out who it is?
5: Yes. Is it a who yeah. or an event?
1: Ah, oh, thank you, ma'am. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it is an event. Here we have it. It's no. when ah, Benjamin Franklin okay. did his kite experiment, proving lightning is electrical. It was it, and there's great controversy just when. But many people thought it was June 6th, but they've determined it was June 10th. Some think, well, no, it was back over in September because he finally wrote about it in October because he had his printing press and his Richard's Almanac and different publishing things. But it was in Philadelphia. So consensus is the 10th of June, 1752. When you look at that chart, one can perceive that he did. Yeah. Do we should we look back at the chart now?
5: Yeah, chart. <laughs> it okay. makes sense, actually.
2: Yeah, it does.
5: With that, yeah. Well,
2: who saw
3: it when it was revealed earlier?
1: Mm-hmm. Say what? Right? Who
3: saw it earlier
5: when it was. Did anyone? Was it? Oh, did, yeah. No, did anybody
1: I, see it? No. Oh, good. I, I, I know. <laughs> I knew
5: the time frame had to be seventeen fifties, but that was. I would have never thought about the event, but it's perfect. It's yeah, fascinating and, though with Uranus in Pisces, which is which is all about you know, it, it it's touching it's touching spirit, it's touching the mm-hmm. divine and it's Uranus. That's what I was trying to suggest. And it's
1: interesting too that that whomever the event like this was Benjamin Franklin, it's not his birth chart. But it is an event that he realized, just like Sir Isaac Newton with that event. And their personality comes through, yes? I mean, with all that, yeah, that everybody caught up on. It's
5: perfect, yeah. Yeah, it's really perfect because this is the sixth house and what he's done, this is... Well, remember, it's a noon chart. It's a noon chart. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but it
1: does kind of, it does... Could be Sean. You were yeah. Thank you, Marie. Yeah, you I, right.
4: Well, what you right. date for this chart? Pardon me. What was the date June, on the chart? Oh, June
1: tenth, seventeen fifty-two. Seventeen fifty-two. Okay. Right. In seven in seventeen fifty, he came up with a lightning rod, and that was a big event. Yeah. You put it on a house, and it would dispel. Mm-hmm. Uh, fire yeah. from buildings and that, and then in France they had a had a, a contest. There was quite a bit going on at that time, and of course, wasn't Uranus discovered? in 1783 or something 89, not long after
2: i believe 89, 89 81 okay. 89 it was in 1780s, yeah you know what i find interesting about this is the whole concept there's a deeper spiritual uh concept here you know when we we sometimes forget that scientific discoveries dispelled a lot of 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 what I want to say? Myths or um, superstition? Uh, superstitions. Thank you. And and I yeah. think it's interesting. There's a deeper spiritual thing here because, of course, electricity really came out of part of this experiment here, right? I mean, the whole concept of of the 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 lightning was electricity and how how it was then eventually used at some point. And I think that really speaks to the Gemini, the the Sagittarius being the lightning. You know the arrow, the lightning. There, there's a deeper spiritual thing going on here right. about how electricity really changed or dispelled the way people w- related to the physical world. Do you know what I mean? What the what yep. the you know what I'm saying? Yep. It is both
1: of them did, and he, I just was inspired. Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury, so here mm-hmm. we have Uranus, and I chose this partly because. We are at that conjunction right now today, which is Uranus in the North Node. So this is very here. It happens to be squaring this situation, you know, intention sitting over there and yeah,
5: places. yeah. I, For those
1: folks that don't see it, go yeah, ahead
5: yeah. I was going to say I agree with you, Justin, because when I look at this chart, to me, it is divinely. Um, the word isn't inspired, but. Um, it was Endowed? supposed to happen.
1: Endowed. <laughs> it was,
5: yeah, it was supposed to happen. I mean, I'm looking, it's in, and of course, he was one of a few people who could maybe have done this because, you know, when the universe or when the divine puts something out that needs to be manifested on earth, it doesn't just go to one person.
4: No, and it if didn't. That, mm. Yeah. yeah. It's it, well, it before there was a Frenchman that Benjamin Franklin got it from, um it named right. Balabard, who yeah. but 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 Franklin brought it to manifestation for the world. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I yeah.
1: I read that too, Sean. Thank you. And I'm because I'm trying to remember, he actually did the experiment and he wrote about how to do it And the next summer somebody died doing it which he felt very mm-hmm. badly about and i don't know if that had any relationship to him but but people you're right it is a and that's a beautiful thing about astrology isn't it it's a it's an energy that promotes well how can i can say I- it we respond to it like the weather
2: yeah can i say something you might have done this i don't know if you did this on purpose but it it really you kind of brought forward a theme unexpectedly here about how the nodes are into taurus and scorpio and you brought in two situations that Mm -hmm. changed man's relationship with his the physical world you know Mm -hmm. the whole concept of gravity and now we have here the concept of lightning Mm -hmm. and now we've just seen the james webb telescope Peer back almost to the point of creation, and so it's changed the way a lot of the way we relate to the physical world seems to be Mm -hmm. sort of the underlying one of the big underlying themes here Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the nodes in Scorpio and Taurus. Oh, it is. Nathan,
1: let's close out the um, the, and we'll just talk from here on out because you can take this off. Thanks. Oh, oh, and then the last. Okay, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, thank you. People can see that later. I want to see the folks here. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> you, right. So here we have a few minutes. So let's cl- uh, we'll can talk about this. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up about the James Telescope, because a couple of years ago in 2020, there was the picture of a galactic center, a uh, galactic black hole that had been, you know, Einstein had in theory. But I remember because we were glued to it. And it, for two years, it had Uh, these photographs had been occurring and uh, in other words a scientist said this is revolutionary it's like today has the past is over it's not empirical it's theory it's proven or theory in other words a whole difference in science meaning our consciousness all these peekaboos into the universe starting before we thought makes sense to me it's pretty yeah we're on some precipice is that the word? Precipice. Right. Thank you. (laughs) Well, we have a few moments. You know what? If you do go to the 23rd and 24th, Justin and I are going to be two of the practitioners with Marie. So do check that out. I'm doing the color therapy and Justin has a meditation with planets. It's going to be very exciting. And we have Ray and Sean We're so glad with Marie and Justin, and Israel will be back on the 30th of October. And I wish we could talk forever with you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1pm Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.